You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butthurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman, coming to you. MCC studio to clubhouse today we're going to be interviewing JB who is an EMT because we uh, love all our brother first responders in the clubhouse can't be a full patch member of course but we'll let them hang out and party with us for a little while yeah, to be fair people like us more than y'all anyway that that's true they do but y'all have to sit around and wait for us to make everything safe for y'all. This is true. This is true. So how long have you been in EMT? I'm going on about four years now. And what's your favorite drink? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just threw you for a loop. He did throw me for a loop, but yeah. I'd say it, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a gin and tonic. That sounds sophisticated. Classy. Very, very sophisticated. I appreciate that. I didn't see you as that person. All right, what is your favorite movie? Oh... That's much harder. Hmm. I guess just something I'd like to watch. I like watching Pulp Fiction. He started with that P word. I thought it was going to be something else. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite restaurant? Hmm. Like everyday kind of restaurant? Just, or like got a... Uh, if you're going to just like a nice restaurant. Oh. I do like Texas Day Brazil. I've ever eaten there before. Yeah, something about being weighted hand and foot by guys dressed as gauchos, bringing you steak. We're going to try that, I guess. Oh, it's worth the, worth the wait. you gotta you got to fast for a couple days beforehand to get the most out of your meal, though. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm a pretty hefty guy here. Yeah, make it three days. So, I'd, be, I'd be like losing, lose a pound or two, man. Tell me what's your favorite thing about working as an EMT. So I get asked by people a lot whether I have a lot of good stories, and I don't. I've got a lot of stories. Um, some of them are really funny. Some of them are just dumb. But no matter what happens, at the end of the day, I, I usually go home with a pretty good story, and occasionally I get the chance to really actually help somebody, which is is probably the best thing that you can hope for doing what I do. And let me ask you, how much has this zombie apocalypse, corona disease, affected your job? Well, I mean, I wasn't doing podcasts before it. I mean, we all know that you invited me here because you wanted to talk about the thing everybody's tired of hearing about. So, yes. uh, you know, it's kind of hard to gauge on a, on a day-to-day basis. You're just moving a lot more people that have it. I'm having to, I've worn more gowns than I ever have in my life, and I think I've realized how much I don't normally wash my hands. 
but uh, I mean, other than that, it's the it's the same old job as usual, just with more stuff in between you and the person you're dealing with. How's the wearing the dress part going for you? Are you wearing them at home now? I haven't found Is one you, in my color yet, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. You're not like putting your wife's clothes on when you get home. Not hardly. Like I mean, right they're now. they're made of like this this thin paper material, which is really comforting when somebody's mm-hmm. coughing at you. I bet your nipples poke out for them. Just cold, slightly. Right? Yeah. Just like we just got a, we got cleared the other day to wear t-shirts since we we can't run the AC in the back of the ambulances at this time of year, so it's super hot. Well, at least your nipples won't get hard when it's hot. Hmm. Tell me one of your funny stories. <clears throat> so on the way here, I was trying to think of what my favorite story was, and every time somebody asks me for a funny story, I go with this one. I used to get off at 10 o'clock in the evening, and I was notorious for getting calls at about 9.55 at night. And I got a call at 9.55 for a kid having a seizure, which is not funny. No. But the kid was the one calling. Um, while he's having a seizure? While he's having a seizure, which doesn't doesn't mean good things. Um, the only other thing other than him having a seizure that my call notes told me that was he wanted to go to a hospital that was about two hours away. Which didn't make any sense. There was and no other call notes. So we go up. We go there. We we show up blind. When I show up, this kid is standing outside, in the front yard, in front of his trailer, with two. Two by fours underneath each arm, that he's using as makeshift crutches. And it took me a minute to realize it was him. But we're like, "Are we here for you?" He says, "Yeah, it's me." And my partner, who he's a brand new paramedic, he he looked up. And he said. What are those? What What are you doing? He goes, oh, these are my walking sticks. He goes, did you call? Yeah. You had a seizure? Yeah. Where? It's inside. Let me show you. So, my partner's still trying to get some information out of him, and I just stormed in the house to see what was going on. And when I walked in the house, there was an overpowering smell of marijuana, just permeating from the entire residence and as my partner went inside i heard from outside the trailer him just shout the word ganja <laughs> as that smell hit him too and i was like so what was go what was really going on in here kid he goes i had a seizure and he goes let me show you and he proceeded to throw the two by fours down on the floor and then he threw himself down on the floor and began to shake his entire body as he's talking to us, it's like, is that what your seizure looked was like? He tw- twerking or just? He was, he was basically twerking on the floor. Um, if you remember that, the kids doing the worm on the floor, that was what he was doing. It was just a little less coordinated. And in the middle of this, I, I, I'm yelling at him at this point saying, where are your parents? He goes, my dad went to another trailer. I was like, well, where did he go? Well, dad storms in the house before we get to finish our sentence. He steps over the kid. He didn't even look at him. He walked straight to a table on the other side of the room from us, which caught our attention now as being covered in little Ziploc bags of marijuana and bongs and pipes and things like that. And he produced a briefcase just out of nowhere and threw it down the table and started shoving everything in there as fast as he could and slamming it shut. And he looked up and said, y'all didn't see shit. And he walked right back outside. (laughs) And it was real late at that point, and I looked at my partner, and I was like, I don't know about you, but I didn't say shit. <laughs> I'd like to go home. <laughs> uh, needless to say, he didn't have a seizure that night, uh, but he, he did stay home. Was he upset? Is that when finally smoking his weed, you think? No, I don't, I don't think they ever got really got into it. 
Did you get any weed? I did not. It didn't look good anyway, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, junk weed? Yeah, it was that trash kind of weed. Have your patients recently turned into zombies? Not recently. I had quite a few, quite a few coronavirus patients, so. No, you gotta watch out. The zombies could bite you. This is true. That's very true. Like you said, though, wearing wearing lots of gowns and masks and things like that, I realized just how much I hate wearing a mask on my face at any point in time. Plus, I grew a beard now, and it's itchy as it could be. You keep mentioning the gowns. I think I'm worried about it. You should be. I mean, we're we're all wearing them. It's going to be a new fashion trend by the time this is all over, I imagine. I like the ombre looks. I'm, I'm real, you know, the I see we're stuck faded with, colors. Stuck wearing these solid color gowns. I haven't found one of my color yet. You got your stimulus check yet? We did. I've, I've been thoroughly stimulated. Um, and I, I I promised myself we're going to use it on essentials. So You don't plan on giving it to Tony Spell? No, not, not a dime. But, uh... He said you could send him his money and he'd appreciate it. I'm sure he would. Um, he seems very... He's an idiot. He charismatic. He's, yeah, he's a charismatic he, guy. He's, you're, you're nicer than me. He's a freaking moron. <laughs> he's... I mean, his, his, his own lawyer recently in the news has come down with the coronavirus. Mm. Mm. I guess he couldn't pray it out of him. Hey, yeah. It doesn't, see, it doesn't work quite like that. If it was only that easy, I feel like a lot more people would be real cured of it real fast. And he'd be real busy. Yeah, he would be real busy. He'd, uh... Mm-mm. So what about your most disgusting, just nasty, <laughs> make you want to throw up? Uh, well, fairly recently I had a... Uh, I showed up to a DOA, and this guy had been last seen the week before. Well, the, um, tell the civilians, DOA means um, dead sorry, on arrival. Dead on arrival. So, for for those of you who have never experienced a DOA, there's a period of time between the time somebody passes away and when they become a skeleton that different processes in your body happen your your body at some point starts to rot and decay and eventually just turns to liquid if left alone well, he I've was, got some stories on that he was me. right there he was more or less liquefied on a, on a lot of things and unfortunately he was in a hot trailer with no AC no lights no nothing and we walked in and he was in the bathroom still standing up and he had fallen against a wall and was leaning over the toilet and the solid parts of him were standing up and the not solid parts of him were in the toilet. Well, at least he was nice enough to make sure that his viscera mm-hmm. was in the toilet. Yeah, I, I know for a fact we scarred at least one sheriff's deputy for life when she had to go check on that. I mean, it's just guts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, he did good, it didn't help that he was, fat, when you opened the door, he was eye level with you. Looking dead at body you. flies. Oh, yeah. It was It was not good. Well, well, I know. Like I said, I went to college to be a mortician. So yeah. The different part of decomp can be very interesting, but it's nasty and stinky, especially when you get to the bloat and oh, the gases uh, start producing. Yeah, he was in a trailer about, I guess... 30 yards away from the road and you could smell it from the road inside your truck that reminds me of one of my stories when I was still in uniform patrol 
They sent me to do a welfare check. It was in a, a trailer park, a, a dense trailer park. I mean, these trailers were probably, you know, as close as you could get them together. It was a trailer jungle. It was a trailer hood. Hmm. But I can say trailer hood because I grew up in a trailer. I have my trailer card, so I can say trailer hood, so don't be hating. Don't hate the hater. But anyway, we got a call, and I get over there. Of course, the door's locked. Nobody will answer it because, I mean, I can smell what's coming, you know, through the closed door. So I notify my supervisor. He comes over there, and he's like, just break the window in the door, the little triangle window thing. So I broke the window out. When I broke the glass, the, of course, you know, the smell just pours out of there. I reach in there and open the door. Well, after I opened that door, I, I say it was a good maybe 10 minutes later, you seen people mass exit this trailer park like something was on fire because it was stinking bad. This this poor woman, like you said, had this was in the middle of summer on this one. She had been in this trailer for a week with no air conditioner on, laying on the bed with a box fan blowing on her. Well, she had, she actually had, you know, decomp, decomp through the mattress and was leaking onto the floor and th- there were several other younger deputies that came there that I think some of them lost their lunch that day so I, I do understand that part of it mm-hmm. that's you actually didn't think about it's kind of sad I know it's a comedy thing but it's kind of sad when you know you you relatives don't come check on you, you have older relatives go check on them please tell us some more Ambulance stuff. I want to hear about the bambulance stuff. Yeah, about that bambulance life, huh? Well, I was I was thinking about this a minute ago. Where you're talking about this? Um, have you ever been accused of stealing something from a well? From in my in my case, it would be a patient. I guess in your case, it'd be a subject. No, that's one thing I say. I never got accused. Yeah. Of. I've been accused of a lot of shit, but I ain't never been accused of stealing that thing. It's a, it's it's kind of a. A rite of passage as an as being on an ambulance is to be accused of stealing somebody's dentures. Uh, the running joke was that there was a uh, there was a room at the back of the ambulance company I worked for that had everybody's dentures in it. But I mean, I, I've been accused of stealing some weird stuff here and there. But I worked this cardiac arrest one time, and it, the the situation around it was a little bit sketchy. So police were there, and they were collecting evidence and things like that after we were through and about a week later i'm picking up a patient from a hospital and my phone rings and the supervisor said hey are you with your partner so yeah of course I said put the phone down put me on speaker so okay what um what's what's going on he goes well we had a we had a, an incident uh, request about you guys on a on a cardiac arrest you guys worked the other day just wondering if you guys could account for some items that this person's family member couldn't account for saying that we might have taken them from him I was like well, what did he think we took he said well he thinks she might have made off with the mattress was it no it was a queen size it was a it was a king size mattress it was actually the mattress that this lady had passed away on before we rolled her onto the floor he he believed that we had he had picked the mattress up and somehow shimmied it out of the house without him noticing I said, no, we, we definitely didn't make off with the mattress in the back of the ambulance. He goes, well, what about a one-by-one-foot square of carpet? No, that wasn't me either. What does it, what he, he believes that you, uh, during the during working that code, that you took a box cutter and cut out a one-by-one-foot square of carpet out of his floor. 
You needed that, right? I needed that. It was uh, through your front door at your house. Wipe your feet. I told that supervisor at that point. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go out and live here and say that was probably evidence. Did it make you pay for it? They called detectives. No, definitely not. You stole, you steal people's teeth. No, we don't steal people's teeth as a general rule of thumb. In, in, in all honesty, I don't want your teeth. Those teeth are, they don't fit my face. They fit yours. They don't fit my you. face. Well, they don't fit your face. I unless still you have, have my teeth with. right now. So do I. So do I for now. I mean, maybe one day I fought, but I just gum shit. We <laughs> hell eat corn, though, and I love beef jerky. You imagine eating beef jerky with no fucking teeth? Mm. How the hell you like, like suck the meat until it just turns into mush or something like that? Oh, that sounds terrible. That's no, <laughs> that's no life to live. <laughs> teeth, toothless life? <laughs> well, if that happens, I'm going to have to get you to give me some teeth. Fuck. Oh, that, that thing's expensive. I mean, fuck, I'm a cop. I can't be affording false teeth. I mean, that's has to be gum and shit. Like, give me the cream corn. I can't eat this shit on the cob no more. <laughs> well, you're asking about the, the ambulance life in general, and I imagine it's a little bit like what you guys do. There's there's moments of what you imagined it would be like where, you know, you're running into what looks like a traumatic car wreck and there's people laying out on the ground and things like that. And then there's moments that make you scratch your head and, and you know, question what you're even doing there. I've taken somebody to the hospital before because they needed to fill a prescription on their eyeglasses. Um, let's see. I've, I've, I've had, recently heard, we had, I heard this, somebody called 911 for an ambulance to go to their house because they had a toothache. And transport them to the emergency room because they had a freaking toothache. I got a good one for that. I, I I wrote some of these down before I came, so I didn't forget them. My possibly my favorite tooth-related story, because I have a I have a bunch of tooth-related stories. Is a lady called nine one one because her tooth hurt because she had a hole in her tooth and she had she had taken candles wax and melted it down and poured it in there to fill up the hole. Uh, not like plain candles wax. She had the scented candles wax. I think it was uh, that clean linen flavor, which can you imagine that having in Delicious. your mouth? She had it in there all weekend, and then she called 911 because she was afraid that she might have candle wax poisoning. She should have got like the, the cheesecake flavored or well, something. You know, like that. you know, a bit. It was, it was, I think it was around October, it would have been a good time to go for pumpkin spice, but she went with the clean linen, which I guess I could respect, but I don't know if I'd want that in my mouth for an extended period of time. It could have had something to do with the copious amounts of alcohol she had ingested, but she was concerned that... Was it gin? No, it wasn't gin. I don't think she was a gin and tonic kind of girl, to be honest. She's like natural light? Maybe natural ice. Natural ice. I mean, well, that is an upgrade from the natural yeah, light. I mean, she, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. She might oh. be getting like I don't know what that like two dollars a case or something like that. <laughs> I, I'm not a beer drinker. I, I'm whiskey. Ah, fair enough. I love. I got some delicious old smoky salted caramel whiskey back there. That is very delicious. Mm. Old smoky. If you ever listen, send me some free shit. Like to have it. Sponsor me. Give me some free whiskey. One. <laughs> well, I don't have many Bambalant stories. I do have one. I almost forgot about it. Like I said, I've been doing this shit so long, I forget shit. And these ambulance people, they might be retired or they might do it no more. They, these people, if they'd had guns, they'd have probably shot me. I got called to a 20F. 
or, or well, the, wasn't the, well, it was a 20F, but it wasn't involved the F part, which is a fatality, didn't involve a human being. So I get there, and this person that hit this cow totaled their truck out completely. I'm talking not a big-ass cow. Well, cow was down in like this three or four-foot ditch, large. It'd almost be canal, so it was a ditch. Well, the cow was down at the bottom of it. Of course, you know, the paramedics come rolling up there. Wee, wee, wee. And they jump out, and they're like, where's that? Where? I'm like, they're down there in the ditch. Well, they jump down there, and ain't nothing there but a dead fucking cow, you know. That's where the body was, because the dude was fine. I mean, he, the cow needed some help at that point. Well, I think it was already dead, but they got down there, and I was like, well, you know, do something. I'm like, really? It's a fucking cow. Yeah, I, we actually had to, like, help them get out the ditch because it was so fucking deep. They were mad. At least it was dry. I mean, I didn't have them jump down in a, a, a wet ditch with, like, turds floating around in it. And it was a dry ditch, but it was just a big dead cow. So, yeah, we've had some fun with some paramedics here and there. Most of the time, you know, y'all run in and y'all are too busy doing y'all's thing with those people, which, hey, I, I don't know what y'all do with them. I don't know all that medical shit y'all have to do. I can probably, I can put up, like, on the band aid. It's good. It's, it's got a boo boo. It's basically magic. That's how it it's, works. It's magic. It's stuff, magic. Yeah. yeah. Like David Copperfield. Magic. Yeah. We we don't share our secrets. Yeah, it's top secret <laughs> shit. And they have the drugs in the car. I'm sure y'all get those people that call just wanting drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of dicey territory with how the people are handled like that. The most. It's even hard for me to say from one ambulance agency or even hospital to another because the general rule of thumb for a lot of ambulance companies is if they are complaining of pain or something like that, then you treat them for the pain. Even if you know for a fact they're in it just for the drugs, you give it to them anyway because they don't want the liability for saying they didn't give the drugs when they need it. But also, you can't. Pain is really suggestive, I'm sorry, subjective, so you can't say that that person's not hurting. You don't know. You can't feel what they're feeling. I read a thing one time. They've had documented cases of a a guy who, a construction worker who had a a piece of rebar fall off a building and hit him in the foot and went through his shoe. They brought him to the hospital, gave him pain meds the whole nine yards, screaming, hollering that his foot had been impaled. So they got him into surgery. They start cutting the boot off. They take the boot off and realize that it has not touched his foot at all. It's like this. It's all in his head. But to him, that pain was uh, real. That's what he was doing. <laughs> One of the freaking drugs. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I can imagine that. I mean, some people take pain better than others. You go to a dentist now, too, think they're going to give you, like, aspirin. Come back in two days. You lay on the pouch, crying in pain. Yeah, the last time I went to the dentist, there he I had to have some work done, and he didn't even give me the chance to say, "Do you want, you know, do you want pain meds? Do you want to be knocked? Do you want to be sedated?" He said, "So you're not going to be sedated." <laughs> it didn't he didn't give me an option. Like I want that laughing gas. Right. You know, last time I had laughing gas, I think I was a little bitty kid. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I I I would swore to God at the time that like clowns were working on my mouth. Everybody was like clowns, like red noses and shit. Like some people are afraid, I guess that freaked them out with. I'm not laughing, I guess I'd be hallucinating that, that, you know, it, the clown, was doing dental work on me or something just been like that. With you. I, well, I don't know. I mean, it, I like the gas. <laughs> they won't do it no more. It's just 
people stick some needles in you. Can you still feel that? Yeah. Then you get out and you're drooling on yourself and feel like JJ from Good Times or something. <laughs> that tells you by age. You younger people don't know what Good Times show that is. that joke didn't land for some people. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> so, I'm going to do my little rant. Oh, how about... Oh, yes. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. My rant today is if you get in a crash on the roadway, highway, wherever you're at, see it all the time. If your vehicle's totaled and it won't move, I understand. Leave it where it's at. The, the, old, the old way of doing things was don't move your vehicles out of the road until the police get there. No. Not nowadays. Move your, if your vehicles are drivable, move them out the roadway. How many times, I don't know, tell you how many times I've rolled up on scenes though, where it's been a minor fender bender where the people have to point out the damage because you can't even see it and they're sitting in the middle of the roadway blocking, just causing a complete traffic jam. Pull out of the roadway, clear the roadway before you cause another accident. If your vehicle is totaled and won't move, that's totally understandable. Do not sit in the roadway, people, because the granny behind you bumped you and put a you know a half inch scratch in your fucking bumper pull off in the fucking driveway pull, go to the gas station call the cops and wait for it don't block the road seen it too many times so get the fuck out the road if you can that's my little rant today it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones I was subdued I was subdued on it I think it's your your smooth voice it's, it's a, just it's got me enchanted over here I mean, smooth voices, it, uh, your voice is like i don't know summer's eve douche or something it's, like that it's, it's brought just, a level of god it's, it's like yeah it's it's awesome it's like nobody right. can see us we're actually sitting back sipping green tea right now in uh in those hospital gowns yes i have my i have a pink one on right now <laughs> my nipples are hard yeah yeah I don't have underwear on either. I don't want to look in the back of that. Trust me. But he's safe. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> he's safe, though. It's safe. I, you don't, nobody wants to see the back of my hospital gown. Trust me. That's worse than catching the coronavirus. <laughs> People running for their life. What's wrong? Oh, his ass was hanging out. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I have a, I'm starting to do a new in the news thing. And... You might be interested in this since you're all into the gowns now. Oh, let's see. In the news, in Colombia and in Denmark, since the coronavirus has hit, do you know what they're selling out of in those areas? Oh, Lord. I mean, everywhere is out of toilet paper and stuff like that. No, but, um... no not there. They have plenty of toilet paper, oh. but they are totally out of sex toys. Oh. Yes. Dildos off the shelves. Gone completely. Well, people do have a lot of time on their hands. Yes. Well, well, you keep it up. You work. You work in the Bambaland service, y'all. They're gonna be instead of you know they had baby boomers and all of that stuff like that. Nope, they're gonna have Corona babies now. Oh, that's a that's a that's a guarantee. Corona babies. There there will be Corona there. babies. Then we have all the baby daddies that don't want to pay child support and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, how about you motherfuckers that don't pay your child support? Ah, uh-huh, fuck you. You ain't getting your stimulus check. They are gonna take that shit and give it to the baby mama. I hate that term, baby mama. Wonder how many uh, babies are going to show up named Corona after this? Corona Light. Mm. That's for the skinny kids. Corona Special. See, I'm too old to be having kids. If I had a kid in Corona, it'd be like, like they'd have to call my kid like a case of Corona or something. I probably have a little fat kid or something like that. <laughs> the Corona Light. I told him just take, put lime on it. You're good. Lime. 
lime on the Corona. I don't know where the Corona come from. China. That's the running theory that it came from. China. Wuhan province in China. Like they told Trump, you being racist. Wow, it came from China. Everything comes from China. I wanted a new American flag for my fucking pole house. So I could, the American flag is made in China. That's true. Made in China. Hmm. I worked. I had a DWI one time. I rolled up on and sent me to. It was a Hispanic male. Maybe y'all part. If the Hispanic male was the one involved in the DWI, I was a Mexican. The funniest thing about this shit was. The state police ended up responding to the DWI. I was on the state road, but I got there first. I was getting a scene together. I mean, drinking and driving is freaking horrible. Don't do it. That'll be a whole nother rant another time. But this fucking Hispanic male, what do you think he was drunk on? Huh? Not. I mean, you don't have to be specific on it, but <laughs> you, you, he, his whole... Cab was trucking in the back of the truck was filled up with Budweiser, but all the Budweiser cans at the time said America on it. So then you got this fucking Mexican that was drunk on America. <laughs> he went to jail because he was drunk on America. Sipping the taste of freedom. Yes, yeah. God, I'm right. I pissed all kind of people off with that shit, but it was funny because the Mexican guy drunk on America. I mean, hell, we are a great country. You probably got a Trump check, so it's okay. I haven't got my shit yet. I just know that. No, I know a couple people haven't gotten theirs yet. Well, I don't do direct deposit stuff, so they got to mail it to us. Snail mail on it. One of my rants, we done done the in the news, the dildo news for the day on that. So my sound engineer just gave me the, oh my God, shut your mouth. Well, shit. I can't help myself sometimes. It's just the way it goes. I mean, we're talking to the EMT here that likes to wear paper gowns. He is married, by the way. And I'm just wondering if his wife and him doing, you know, they run around the house with their paper gowns on and stuff. Sharing paper gowns. I, if your paper gown does rip, though, you can use that as toilet paper, correct? You could. It's. I mean, it's not very, it's not very comfortable. It's not flushable? I don't know if it's flushable. It's very thin. It is, in fact, completely see-through, like the last one I used. Some of them are made of this paper material that's real thin. You can look through it. It looks almost like toilet paper, and some of them you are made of plastic. You had clothes on underneath it, huh? What's that? You had clothes on underneath Yes, it, thank huh? God. Because, again, nobody wants to see this underneath the paper gown either. But hairy as your face is, I can just imagine what the rest of no, it must be. You know, you ain't shaving that right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's like a little monkey on his chest over here. Put your shirt back on, damn it. These, damn, these, these EMTs, you got to watch them. They're not used to being up, up in here with us motor cops. Kind of dangerous. How about you, uh, y'all work pretty good with the, the volunteer fire department people? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's there's different kind of, if you will, flavors of the volunteer fire department. They have some of them that are purely volunteer. I usually don't lick the fire department people, but you tell them what kind of flavors they have. Well, I mean, it's... <laughs> I've been around for a while, so it's, uh, you get these fire departments that are purely volunteer, and those range everywhere from Bubba showing up in a truck, and he's the only fireman for 50 miles, or some of them are really, really well put together, and they're just volunteer because the city or parish doesn't pay for them to have a, a fully 
paid volunteer, a paid uh, fire department. So was the department put together, or the volunteer yeah. firefighter was put together? Were yeah. you checking them out like that? No. Yeah. Okay, uh, I was just checking. No, the the department is just the guys that have gotten together. They, you know, they get clearance to run these calls, and a lot of them are really well trained and able to do stuff. There's some paid departments that that do really well, and there's some kind of mixtures of both. That uh, say in general, a lot of them now have since it's 2020 has come a long way since the early 90s when I started. We'd call for them and first responders show up in their El Camino with their three kids and their dog in the back of it with $300 worth of lights and a $2 car and jump out, you know, with their rubber boots on and their wife beater and was like, hey, get the fuck away from me. I, you know, you got more grease on you. <laughs> get the hell. Like, how many times have you used their rubber gloves? Now they think they're that they're way more selective. I'm, I'm sure he washed them in between. I I, I don't know. He might have rinsed them. I don't know. I had a earlier episode when I tied it. I pulled it down for some other reasons, but my germaphobe guy I used to work with. He don't might have heard it, but we'll tell the story in case people tune in for this episode. This motherfucker I used to work with was a big time germaphobe. We stopped uh, at the bathrooms to, at the rest area to take a, a piss after running a funeral. It was me, him, and another guy, and we go in there, we take our piss, we come out. Well, the other, one guy, he, he didn't wash his hands, and the germaphobe guy was, like, freaking the fuck out, like, dude, you didn't wash your hands. Another guy, he, he was originally from up north, so he had kind of a little Yankee accent. He, he should be coming on. And he's like, yeah, but my mom told me, Taught me not how to piss all over my hands when I was two years old. And the germaphobe guy was just like freaked out. It's like dude had dick germs on his hand or something like that. So, I mean, just don't lick your hands. You won't get dick germs on them. If your dick should be clean anyway if you took a bath. So. <laughs> In all honesty. Well, you got to explain this to you. got to think about every hand that you ever shake as an adult, as a grown person. It's had a dick in it at one point or the other. Male, female, whatever. So just think about that. Yes. It's food for thought. Mm-hmm. Since, we're, well, since we're on the topic, allow me to be the one to of, say. Of what, germs or dicks? Just germs in general. Oh, okay. it, it, while we're talking about washing your hands, <laughs> maybe be the one to say it, since I don't think anybody else has said it. Wash your damn hands. Just go wash them. Um, I, I've been seeing all kinds of crap. Facebook, YouTube, stuff like that. People, you know, posting videos of themselves in Walmart touching absolutely everything with their gloved up hands and then rubbing their hands all over their keys and their phone and everything, taking taking their gloves off with their now freshly infected phone and keys and their clean hands. Um, you, you don't necessarily need to do all that. Wash your hands, you'll be all right. And, and just don't go touching stuff you don't need to touch. If, if you're in Walmart... Grab what you need and get out. Right. Mama said, "Look what your hand, look with your eyes, and not your hand." So I'm bad. I got touching. Touch it. We got to look at it. Let me touch it. Well, we got a phrase in the ambulance world that says, "If it's warm, wet, sticky, and not yours, don't touch it." Oh, you gotta touch it. Touch it. Don't touch it. No, don't touch it. She just got touched. Stop touching me. I did. I'm not sticky. Maybe warm and wet though. It's know. the gowns that got me going. I know it, it's got me going. It's your, it's your silky smooth voice. I mean, it's just something fucking about that. Well, the good thing we're recording this, you can listen to this silky smooth voice. I can. On repeat. I'll, I'll, I hope my people that, you know, they might actually come back and just like, I don't know, goo and guy or something. I'll do like uh, do one of those ASMR videos. I'll just whisper at y'all. 
whispering. That's mm -hmm. kind of creepy about the whispering. All right, I don't know what time we're at right now. But uh, when we have to have you come back on, we have to find some some funny shit, EMT shit to talk about or something. I mean, <laughs> motherfucker. I actually, one time, I'm not going to end it yet because I just thought about another story. Like I said, I'm old. I remember shit. Stick with me here, <laughs> people. Stick with me. We went to a house with this crazy bitch. We call them 103Ms, which is, if we ever get them calls, it's a mental patient. They don't call them crazy bitches, but that's what she was. We finally get her loaded up. I mean, she was just whacked. She was whacked out of her head. I don't know if she was on drugs or whatever. She was just whacked out. They finally get her loaded up while we're leaving out, and I'm just happen to be driving behind the, the ambulance leaving out. Well, next thing I know, the back of the ambulance bust open. This fucking woman just jumps out and takes off running down the road, like past my unit, like, where, where is she going? So I had to put my shit on and like I said, I don't like fucking running. If you see me running, usually either zombies are chasing me, probably just zombies chasing me, or, or a bear, something something that I can't handle. Like, if I'm running, shit done got real. You better run, too. And if you're passing me up, I'm going to trip you. Trip you. You can be fast, skinny and fast. Trip you, you're not going to make it because they're going to eat on you first. Hey, it's just... Survival, survival of the fittest, survival of the who don't get tripped. And we had to catch this bitch. I'm sure she just jumped out the fucking ambulance. You ever had anybody just jump out on you? You know, I've never running? had anybody actually jump out on me. I, uh, I, I generally advise against it. Normally, if you're if you're that that worked up, you're uh, you're gonna be tied down before you ever reach the back of the ambulance. Do um, I use like nylon rope, that yellow kind, or? Uh, no, they try not to use rope and stuff anymore. They use that. Um, the, uh, on, chains. Back in the day, they used to use rope. See, you can't be you can't be chained down. That's that's a that's a big no no. They use those soft restraints like the hospitals use, and so just foam pads with some uh, gag balls if they're hollering or something. It's not that kind of trip. Not, not that kind. No, no okay. not generally not. I know the gowns gave off a weird vibe, but I'm, it's usually not like that. Kept talking about wearing gowns. Like I said, I, I don't have a whole bunch of ambulance stories. So I hope you're keeping yourself safe out there. We're trying. Your wife's like lies on your ass before you let you back in the house. Mm -hmm. Being around them Corona zombie people and shit. You don't want your little kids or something turning into zombies and you sleeping at night. Next thing you know, they're gonna eat your toe or some shit off like that. I mean, that'd be bad. I mean, you wake up, your toes gone. Kids over there. Like, I thought you had Cheetos. Wash your feet before you go to bed, people. Don't go to bed with nasty feet. All right, we are gonna end it. I'm getting a. The cut thing over here by my sound engineer. Sound again. engineer is getting mad at She's you. She's <laughs> getting pissed off. I'm telling you what. You, you know, happy wife, happy life. Right? Right. All right. <laughs> Y'all spread the word on us. You know, tell your friends about it if you like listening to us. Give us a review, five stars. Uh, if you know a motor cop, past, present, somebody wants to be a motor cop, any first responders, firemen, EMTs, hey, we're all about first responders here. Don't matter what division you work in, send them our way. Uh, MotorCopChroniclesGmail.com or hit us up on Facebook. And remember, smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.